Warning, the following podcast contains language that some fucking pussies may find offensive. And for those cunts that doesn't offend, enjoy the fucking show. I don't give a fuck, never did, never will. I don't give a fuck, never did, never will. Talking stuff and things. You are now listening to a brand spanking new episode of the Talking Stuff and Things podcast with MT. In today's episode, I will be discussing the differences between New Zealand and Australia in some terminologies and diving into those. I'll also be talking about Townsville Drivers, the good things about the internet, as well as getting into your questions. So without further ado, let's kick on for another episode of the Talking Stuff and Things podcast with MT. Talking Stuff and Things. Yes, that's right. You're listening to the Talking Stuff and Things podcast with MT. So what's been going on lately? I hadn't had any rage against Townsville drivers for a while, and I wasn't even going to bring it up until this morning. I went to a petrol station. I didn't go to get petrol. I went to get some liquid sustenance, some liquid gold. So basically, I went to the petrol station to get a Red Bull. And I was just, I guess, people watching. I jumped back into the car. There was four or five Bowsers. Uh, not all of them are full. So if you're at a petrol station and there's empty petrol pumps on either side, so no matter what side of the fucking car your petrol tank is on, why would you pull up behind someone else when there's clearly open petrol pumps available for use for anyone? Like, does that fucking make sense? Why? I, don't, I just don't understand. Is there some sort of cheat code you know about petrol pump number four that, you know, petrol pump number five or six wasn't good enough for you? What does it go there? I don't know about you, but if I'm going to a petrol station and there's a fucking empty petrol pump, I am going to the empty one. I'm not pulling up behind someone to wait for them. Because for me, if I was the person in that car and someone pulled up behind me with empty petrol pumps nearby, I would take my sweet ass fucking time to get out of there, you know, check my phone, put music on, you know, check my seatbelts on, I might even get out and wash my windscreen, just to inconvenience you a little bit more, but, I mean, I just don't understand, if there is that empty petrol pump, why fucking pull up behind someone else? Also, towns of drivers, I don't know if it's a worldwide thing, it probably should be, but school zones, we all know school zones and we should all respect school zones, 40k's an hour in the, the school time not on a fucking sunday when there's no school it does not mean 40k's 24 7 it means 40k's an hour between 8 and 9 or between 2 and 3 or something like that not fucking sunday when there's no motherfucking kids at school no schools open drive 60k's not 40 you dickhead it just doesn't make any sense to me like, i get the whole sunday driving thing but that is just fucking something unreal i just don't understand it Stuff and How good is the internet? Like, if you're going on the internet, nothing is sacred anymore. You know, if a team comes from behind and wins a game, it, it's there forever. Like, the Golden State Warriors, when they lost their series going from a 3-1 lead and blowing it, it's still there. It is still brought up to this day that they still fucking choke. Same with the Atlanta Falcons losing a Super Bowl to the fucking Patriots when they were up 28-3 or some bullshit like that. They should never have come back and won that game. But they did. And the internet just feeds on shit like that. So when things like 
the Houston Rockets choke job at home against the Golden State Warriors without KD, the internet just eats that shit up for breakfast. How good is it? I mean, it might not be good for, for like, fans of Houston Rockets or the Golden State Warriors when they sucked a dick, or the fucking Atlanta Falcons who have not been the same since, but, man, it is so good. The internet just eats motherfuckers alive. And also, memes. How good are memes? I can't even remember what life would be like without memes. Or, like, just creating memes is fun. Just getting into that fucking band to getting just fucking creating a laugh gotta have a laugh to keep yourself sane i know i'm not the shining example of sanity but god damn you gotta have a laugh and the internet at times can be a fucking gold mine of good times would you like to talk stuff and things with MT? Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Do you have suggestions, feedback, or questions for the podcast? If you answered yes to any of these, then hit me up on Facebook at Talking Stuff and Things Podcast. Contact me through Instagram at Talking Stuff and Things, or drop us an email at Talking Stuff and Things at gmail.com, and together we can make the show grow. Talking Stuff and Things. So you may or may not know, I am a New Zealander, uh, born and bred New Zealand. I moved to Townsville in North Queensland, Australia at the end of 2011, so I've been living here for just over seven years. And I'd like to dive into some of the things that are different here to what they are back home, like the names of things and a couple of experiences I've had in dealing with the the language barrier that we have between uh, these two countries. One of the first experiences I had was a friend and I, we went down to Brisbane for a Soundwave festival and we met up with some mates in the Gold Coast and we went for a wander to go and get, I think it's like energy drinks or chocolates or some shit, I don't know. So we went for a stroll and there were some people walking past and we were like, where's the nearest dairy? And they just looked at us like, what the fuck is this cunt talking about? And they're like, dairy? I'm like, yeah, where's the nearest dairy? And still, they, you know when you, you say something to a dog and they turn their head, like the puppy dog turn head confused thing? They pretty much did that, like dairy. Like, yeah, where's the nearest dairy? And they're like, dairy? Like a cow. Like like a cow cunt. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking for a cow. Where the fuck? Why would I be walking around Gold Coast looking for a cow? So that sort of thing got me thinking, what are the things that we call in New Zealand the differences to what they're called in Australia. So in New Zealand, a dairy is like your corner store, convenience shop, you know, just a, a fucking shop down the road. If it was Simpsons, the Quickie Mart. Not a supermarket, just a convenience store sort of thing. Right. So that was one of my first experiences with the language barrier. But let me get something straight. Like if I'm in Australia and I say jandals and I get mocked for saying jandals, oh, it's fucking thongs. Well, no, it's not. It's a jandal. But it is not my fault that I was raised to think that it was a jandal or told that it was a jandal, for example. Could be anything. I'm not the representative of New Zealand language and what we call things. That's what it is for me, so deal with it. And I will deal with what you call your fucking stupid things, like thongs. To me, a thong is a G-banger. And for those who know me, Cisco did not sing his song about jandals. He sang that song about fucking G-bangers. Right. I've got a few things that New Zealanders call things different to Australians, so we'll go into a few of them. If you're in New Zealand and someone came up to you and said, the ground needs a good gurneying, or it could do a gurney, could do with a gurney, a Kiwi would look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? So an Australian calls it a gurney, New Zealanders call them water blasters. So basically a fucking pressure cleaner, a water 
blasting pressure cleaner in Australia they're called gurney so that fucking makes no sense at all but like other examples I'm going to come up with it is based on a brand name so a brand gurney is the brand of water blaster but no it's called a gurney here strange it's strange but different obviously like I touched on before jandals in New Zealand we call them jandals America you call them flip flops or something like that Australia call them thongs and like I said thongs in other countries are g-bangers jandals thongs you won't ever catch me calling them thongs they're jandals to me and they have been my whole life and they will be for the rest of my life one that is a bit stupid on the New Zealand side of things is a ranch slider or a, if you have trouble with the translation into Australian it's ranch slider uh, basically that's a sliding door so Australia I'll give you the points on that one a sliding door ranch slider ranch slider ranch mate ranch I don't know where that came from and like I said I'm not the ambassador of what New Zealand calls things a mufti day in New Zealand a mufti day is when you go to school or work or whatever in plain clothes I think they call it plain clothes day or something in Australia I don't know it's mufti day always has been a pen p-e-n not pin I'm saying pen p-e-n Australians call them biros which I don't understand that so a pen or a biro so if I say can I borrow a pen I don't mean borrow a pin I mean a pen p-e-n not a biro the classic one that the Kiwis have to deal with over here which is probably universal is a chili bin or chili bin or a as Australians like to say, a chully bun. That's a chilly bin. Um, Australians call them eskies. Once again, like a gurney, it is a brand. So you could call it a cooler box. You know, you fill your beers up with ice and you put it in a chilly bin. Um, Australians call it an esky. Like I said, an esky is the brand name. The actual thing is a chilly bin. Another one I deal with is Australians call them a lounge room. Yes, I know you have a bedroom and a bathroom but a lounge room, whereas in New Zealand we call it a lounge. You don't call it a kitchen room or a toilet room, it's just a kitchen or a toilet or a lounge. You get it? Like a lounge room? Like if I said to you, I'm going to the lounge, you'd know what I mean. Why chuck an extra word on there just cause? Like, to bring, is it to bring your word count up for your 3000 word essay because you want to go to a lounge room? It's a lounge. You sit on a couch in the lounge, you don't go to the toilet room to do a toilet. You know what I mean? There are many, many different things. That's just some examples of what we have to deal with. So if you've got any other ones we can throw out there, let us know. I'm not saying New Zealand's right. I'm not saying Australia's right. It's just the subtle differences in the way that we communicate and the way that we call things and what we call them. So when you hear Cisco's thong song, it's not about fucking jandals. It's about a G-banger. And if you don't know what a fucking G-banger is, it's a G-string. It's fucking one of those underwear things that goes right up your knuck. This would go on all around the world, obviously. Everyone calls things different. And like I said, there's no right, there's no wrong. Basically, it's just what we've grown up to know and the differences in things or what they're called. It's it's pretty weird, like it's a stupid subject, but it is interesting, like what, what you have to deal with. And like I said, going to one of my first experiences in Australia, going and asking someone where the nearest dairy was and just going, okay, what the fuck do they call it here? It's small things, but it also helps you get outside what you're dealing with in your everyday life, like calling it a dairy, calling it a fucking news agency, or a, New Zealand, you'd call it a lotto shop. You go buy a lotto ticket from a lotto shop, now you buy a lotto ticket from a news agency. Like, are they an agent of the news? I don't know. If you've got any more examples of communication or what people, what Australians call things that New Zealand will, New Zealanders will call differently, or if you're in America, what you'd call something. I know, like I said, we call it chili bin. You'd, I don't know what you'd call it, a cooler or a cold box? I wouldn't have a fucking clue. Jandals, thongs, flip-flops, petrol station, gas station. You call it a servo over here. I call it a petrol station. Do you call it a gas station in Australia? Do you call it a servo? 
or service station. It's, yeah. Anyway, enough about that. You're listening to Talking Stuff and Things with MT. And Sean Johnson's a shit cunt. Talking Stuff and Things. So I'll quickly touch on the NBA playoffs as the conference semifinals have just finished, like literally 10 minutes ago. The Toronto Raptors just beat Philadelphia 76ers in Game 7. There was another Game 7 earlier this morning where the Portland Trailblazers beat Denver in Denver in a Game 7. The Houston Rockets lost to the Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant. And the Milwaukee Bucks bounced fucking Celtics. My finals predictions... I want it to be Blazers versus Bucks. I really, really wanted to see a final series without the Golden State Warriors. So that's my tip. Blazers going to win in 6 and the Bucks going to win in 5. Something about Toronto, I'm not overly sold on and overly confident on them being able to get over the hump. They seem to fall short every year. I mean, I'd like to be proven wrong. It's good to see them balling out. Just Kyle Lowry is meh, and he's got a hurty hand after that game. But my finals, Bucks versus Blazers, that would be fucking awesome. Talking stuff and things. Time to get into this week's installment of your questions. Firstly, I've got how much dinkum until it is fair. So this goes back to how I was talking about the communication differences between New Zealand and Australia basically Australian a term is fair dinkum so you could go oh it's hot today isn't it mate and they'll be like fair dinkum like but how much dinkum until one is fair I'd say about three dinkums until it is a fair dinkum do you have any thoughts on that the next question I've got is my thoughts on Israel Folau's situation and should he be sacked by Rugby Australia? That's a tricky one. I'm not religious at all, but in saying that, people should be able to believe whatever the fuck they want. Like, I'm not going to hold your religion against you and he should not hold what other people believe against them. If, it's, if he believes this little fucking thing about gay people should go to hell and that fucking people that drink are going to go to hell, then that's on him. But... If it's in his contract, if it is physically in his contract that he can't do that again because he's done it in the past and he's done it again, that's a breach of contract, plain and simple. Hypothetically, if my boss said, I can't fucking do something and if you do it again, you're going to get fired and I did it again, I would expect to get fired. That's my thoughts on it. As a religious side of things, if you don't believe it, then why why should it bother you? If you're not an Israel Folau supporter, like, I don't follow Israel Folau because, one, he plays for Australian rugby and I support New Zealand rugby, so I have no reason to follow him in the first place. A lot of his fans and his supporters and his followers, they will believe the same thing as him, which they're entitled to. If you don't believe that shit, that's fine. Don't let it affect you. That's what they do. There are fucking millions and millions of people that will believe differently to what you believe. I don't believe in any of that shit, and that's cool. I don't push it on you. I don't push it on Israel Folau. I couldn't give a fuck. If he wants to believe... What he wants to believe, that, that makes him happy, good on him. But, in the day, if he's breached a contract, he's breached a contract and he should be fired. It is fucking way blown out of proportion because everyone is so fucking sensitive and soft-cocked these days that you can't even fucking breathe a certain way without offending someone. So that's my thoughts on that. If he's breached his contract, he should be fired. If he hasn't, he shouldn't be. Simple as that. My next question is, would you rather current Darius Boyd or prime Ben Roberts? Oh, uh, that's an easy one. If it was to govern my team, it would be prime Ben Roberts because current Darius Boyd is a steaming pile of shit. The next question I have is who are your top five New York hip-hop artists? Um, in no particular order. Got a tribe called Quest. I go Notorious B.I.G., Nas, Wu-Tang of course and Beastie Boys that'd be my top five. 
Wu-Tang, Nas, Tribe Called Quest, Biggie, and Beastie Boys. One, two, three, four, five. Done. The next question I have is my favorite social media platform. Uh, Facebook would be. I think all social media sucks shit, but Facebook was my favorite just purely because it is easier for me to contact friends and family around the world than Instagram. Favorite Black Ferns player? Personally, mine's Cox Edge. Well, if that's your favorite, mine's Cox Edge as well. Are the Marist Under 7 Pink Ferns the most trend-setting team in New Zealand? I haven't watched a lot of tape on the Marist Under 7's Pink Ferns, but I would say they've got a pretty good coach and they're doing some good things in the Northland uh, junior rugby scene, so you've heard it here first. The Marist Under 7's Pink Ferns are the most trend-setting team in New Zealand. The next question I have is how gay is soccer? Soccer is fucking shit. That's how, how fucking shit it is. Fuck soccer. What is my favourite New Zealand beer excluding Lion Red? Ooh. Is there like a premium version of Lion Red out there? I would say before I moved over here and before the whole craft beer thing boomed, my favourite New Zealand beer other than Lion Red was uh, Monteith's Summer Ale. And they'd been around a long time before this whole fucking craft beer shit had come out. I do enjoy a craft beer. I'm no craft beer snob, I still love drinking some fucking mainstream weasel piss. Every time I go to New Zealand, I just annihilate Lion Reds. But yeah, my favourite New Zealand beer outside of Lion Red is Monteith Summer Ale. Next question I have is, do I prefer Super Rugby or ITM Cup? I don't even fucking put my eyes anywhere near Super Rugby, so ITM Cup all day. Uh, ITM Cup is the pinnacle of World Rugby, followed by International. Who would win in a fist fight, Mr. Rogers or Bob Ross? Bob Ross, all day. He'll just fucking annihilate you with his kindness and his fluffy little clouds and fucking paintbrush and his afro. Bob Ross, all day, son. R.I.P. And the final question I have is beef, pork, or lamb? If it's roast, pork, all day. If it's anything else, it is beef. I'm not a massive fan of lamb just because fucking mint sauce is fucking shit. So, roast, pork, steak, beef. And that's it for this week. If you've got any other questions, you know how to find us and you know how to get onto us on social media. Until next time, this has been another episode of the Talking Stuff and Things podcast with MT. Peace. This is Justin at OutOfStep.net, and I'm listening to the Talking Stuff and Things podcast with MT. Sometimes I just want to listen to somebody talk shit and not have to pay for it. And I also don't want to have to listen to somebody's bullshit about how great their life is. I just want to hear a regular person talk about regular stuff and things. So get on that shit. Listen to it. Talking stuff and things with MT. Shit cunts. Talking stuff and things.